get the wiggles out. <laughs> Welcome to the Being the Change podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Vandeveer, here with Isabel Kiyosayan, and we are the founders of Meditation Without Borders. And tonight we are talking about, what are we talking about? We're talking about- Present um, moment. Present moment awareness and what that means. And we're going to, you know, deconstruct that topic and um, and see where we go with this. We're going to stay in the present moment with it, so we, <laughs> we don't have it planned. <laughs> maybe we'll be off topic. Maybe not. We'll see. Maybe not. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> we're going to try and and live what we preach here. So, so um, present moment awareness is something that you see all the time in magazine articles and things like that, and it's it's one of those phrases that's always fresh frustrated me to some degree because it's usually given as some kind of commandment of like be present be present and presence is something that um i've ex when i've experienced it that true full awareness in the present is never because i forced it there mm-hmm. you know it's always because been because um it's just been it is a state of being there is no doing. So you, it's hard to do your way to being. Um, but there are some, you know, ways to frame yourself intellectually and in, to help get you there. You know, the, the, the state of being that occurs in that full present moment awareness comes from med- a practice of meditation. It's a strategy. You know, it's hard to do it like, okay, today I want to feel perfect present moment awareness. It's that's more likely going to happen if you meditate every day, twice a day, eventually you'll just find yourself there. But if you want to bring yourself into the present, um, there's some ways to, like I was saying, some ways to reframe, reframe your situation in your mind to, to help um, get yourself out of the narrow end of the funnel of self and bring yourself into the larger um, end of the funnel. Yeah. And I don't know if you've read this book, but it's like very self-help. Spiritual <laughs> Probably <book>. not. <laughs> I don't read books anymore. But <laughs> anything um, longer than twelve pages <laughs> since my kids were born. <laughs> but uh, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh yeah, I read that back in the day. Yeah, it's because I I read it before I meditated, and this has happened to many of my students. And while you read it, it's very helpful. But then you close the book, and kind of the experience is over with. So, and what happened, I mean, I'm just going to veer off little parentheses with this, but you know, what happened with Eckhart Tolle was that he spontaneously got enlightened. So he talks from this state of consciousness, but he doesn't really give you like a, a, a technique to, to right. tap into that. So he, he can't tell you how to get there. Cause he doesn't know himself. Exactly. How he got there. Yeah. So what I tell my students is read Eckhart Tolle once you're already a meditator, because then everything he says is going to make a lot more sense because you, you have that experience, but he has some really interesting pointers on. And I mean, once you're a meditator, it's a little easier to tap into some of the things he says, but um, of everything that happens in the present moment, because something really struck me when I, when I first read it is that all of your life has been in the present moment. Like there hasn't been a moment in your life that hasn't been present at that time. And if you're able to tap into that present moment awareness, everything is okay. Yeah. So the problem is when we step out of it, that 
either we're anxious because of the future or um, we're a little maybe uh, sad because of the past. But when you're able to truly tap into it, everything kind of dissolves because you go big. Yeah. When you go big, you're fully adaptable. And when you're big, from the from the big perspective that takes into account all, all time and the full storyline of things, the full story arc of your life, which probably, ex- you know, extends way past your life, everything is for you. So there's no worry about what's happening because no matter what happens, nothing happens to you, everything's happening for you. However, when you take a very narrow view, like if you imagine, you know, something that's going up and down and you take a narrow view picture of that you can only see the down when you're going down and um and so what happens is we try to control our outcomes we try to arrange things arrange a future in a way that will give us whatever outcome we're trying to control and so we are basically wasting our presence for the future you know our head is in the future and we aren't we aren't here we're trading it and it's it's never a good trade <laughs> because first of all you can't really control as much as we think we can control and the other thing is that um because like you said Izzy everything's always in the present um that's that's your only currency so wasting present is is truly a waste and it's something that i've always felt you know when i was younger and going through, um, you know, the teenage years and I would go through these major bouts of depression where I just felt nothing. It always used to give me some anxiety because I'm like, I'm wasting time. Like this time is going by and I'm not here. Mm -hmm. And when we don't live in the present, it may not be depression, but it's similar in the sense that we're not fully here. Um, And so all that time is ticking by and we can spend weeks and hours and, you know, just not here. So much of it is not here. And I think, you know, when you fully have that that feeling of like presence, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. Um, I have specific memories of like, of just really full present moment awareness, like sitting on my kitchen floor my dirty dishes are like piled everywhere. And I just remember like looking up at the dirty dishes and seeing the light glistening on them and <laughs> thinking how beautiful it was, you know, it did like though when we're stressed, we can let any of the, any one of those little things mm-hmm. pull us out, you know, stress, stress in the body pulls you out of the present. And for sure. Th- that's one of the major changes that I, that I went through when I started to meditate. And I always tell this to my students on their fourth day of, of the course, um, because there, there's many techniques and, and we, we might get into them later of, you know, tapping into the present moment awareness and they usually have to do with the senses. So we'll yeah. get into them now, but it's, and they work, you know, so it's, it, some of them are like, like be aware. This is something that Eckhart Tolle says all the time, like be aware, not of the sounds, but of the gaps between the sounds, Mm-hmm. Or like be aware of the light or, or the smells or the touch, like the, the senses kind of take you into the, this present moment awareness. But what usually happens um, is that you, you, you might tap into it, but if you're stressed and you have, you, you have come right out. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, like I, I don't want to yeah. be aware of what I'm listening to. I just want to eat my sandwich. 
or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the problem is you can't stay in that. Like you got to do, do your life. Exactly. And so if you're forcing it, then you stop forcing it. Then you go back to your baseline. Exactly. And, and this is something that, that I went through when I started to meditate because, you know, this happens to all of us where, and it happened to me, like I believed my life was strictly like on the weekends or when I got off school or when I got Mm -hmm. off work or when I go on this vacation or when I do this, like that was life, but life is happening all the time. Like everything (laughs) is life. So it wasn't, and, and I felt this thing that you say that I felt life passing me by and I couldn't like grab it. I couldn't get, get a hold of it. And it was frustrating because I was like, I, I'm like, I'm getting older and I, and I don't feel like I'm here. I'm fully, I'm not fully present in these moments. They just passed me by. And it was until I learned how to meditate that I, I kind of on itself started to have the ability to, to be present. And so I no longer felt that life was passing me by. I felt like I was actually living even if it was a boring scenario, like you said, like being in your kitchen, you know, looking at your dirty dishes, but even that was like, this is life too. Like, I don't want to fast forward through any of it. Yeah. And all of it, you know, a lot of people have this idea of like, oh, I'm going to start living when I lose the weight, whatever that is, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to start living when I get a boyfriend or girlfriend, or I'm going to start living when I get, you know, when whatever set of circumstances that I'm trying to control get lined up, that's when life is going to start. And it's like, no, you, you can, you can live that life, that feeling of life that is being that's within you. Mm-hmm. So that is accessible at any point at any time. And actually has very little to do with whether you lose the 10 pounds or not. Or <laughs> I'm saying this because I'm looking to lose that. <laughs> she, she doesn't need to. I'm looking at her now. <laughs> According to my clothes, I do, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay because I can access being at every, any time. <laughs> and, and it's typical because sometimes you kind of look back and you're like, oh, that was actually pretty cool. And I kind of don't realize it till now. Like, why yeah. didn't I realize how amazing that moment was? Because <laughs> you weren't tapping into that being, into that being, into being. Right. I think back on my life and I'm just like, gosh, if I just relaxed and enjoyed the ride, that would have, you know, it could have been so much. I mean, it was great, but like the events were amazing. You know, the storyline of of my life has been amazing. I could have enjoyed it more. Mm -hmm. You know, I certainly could have been more present, especially pre-meditation time and just relaxed and just, and that's part, that's actually one of the techniques is reframing your thinking around how things are supposed to happen. You know, we tend to have this very controlling, it's a very Western thing, but this very controlling way of looking at the world where everything is the result, our happiness is the result of our actions and that we have to constantly be, you know, hitting it so hard when really we can be sitting back and relaxing, enjoying the ride and welcoming whatever is coming to us, you know, we also get into this idea of everything is either this positive or negative. Um, but when you start living by intuition and getting, keeping yourself big and knowing that everything is for us, then you just get curious as to what comes. So when something comes, that's not what you expected rather than just having a fit over it, 
and trying to control around it, you can be with it. You know, you can actually even have enjoyment for whatever that situation is that's coming to you. Um, I was actually telling Izzy about um, a post I saw on Instagram this morning, I think it was, by someone else who teaches meditation. Her name is Emily Fletcher. And she was, she just had this beautiful, you can look at her Instagram and see <laughs> it's on there. Um, this beautiful little, you know, bit of writing about that the phrase for now is one she uses to help remind her that there's sweetness in every moment. And she was relating it to like her child because that's the thing. When you have a kid, it's actually a huge lesson in present moment awareness. Because in one hand, it makes it a lot harder because you're always tired. <laughs> um, but you're, and these kids, they're, they're, they're growing and changing so fast that whatever it is you're experiencing with them, you better be experiencing it now because it's not going to last. That version of them is not going to last. So you only get to have those moments with them with this type of interaction for this tiny window of time. And, um, and it can be, it's this constant battle between the exhaustion that pulls you out of it, but also wanting to, to experience this version of this little person. And so for her, the words for now is like, okay, whatever this is, whether it's exhaustion or like difficulty breastfeeding or whatever the issue is, it's, it's all, it's, it's just for now, but also these wonderful things are just for now. So this for now reminds you of the impermanence, both the impermanence of when something is uncomfortable and that helps you like, okay, this isn't going to last. <laughs> like, as he was saying, like, you know, this too shall pass. Yeah. And also the impermanence of, wow, this beautiful thing, whatever it is I'm enjoying with my child is beautiful. Even if it's like, it looks like a hot mess, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like most of my life with my kids is some level of disaster, but it's still beautiful. <laughs> um, and I want to, I want to, there's sweetness here. I want to savor the sweetness. Even if it's difficult, there's a bittersweetness. Yeah. And you can savor that too. And, and as you were saying it, it also works kind of like on the opposite spectrum with something negative. Um, I'm, as you know, going through some rough days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. And... Though I love getting to WhatsApp with you so much more often. <laughs> Please cuddle me. Send me some love. <laughs> Send me memes. Funny memes. It was funny because I was talking to my friend, but she was like, but you're being more funny. You're making jokes. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> well, Izzy's going through a breakup. <laughs> well, at least I have this. Um, but so I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, you have to be like an AA, like just for, <laughs> for today. Like, I'm going to make it through today. And <laughs> as a side note, um, because so many people think that because we're initiators, we're immune to uh, negative sensations. And we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, very um, human. Yeah, so... And so, yeah, it's it's also kind of been that for now, like, okay, for now, everything's okay. For now, mm -hmm. I'm going to go sit in the sun and just kind of yeah. enjoy the sun. For now, I'm going to take a shower. For now, I'm going to teach. And kind of that for now, like, okay, I, I 
it's helped me so much in in kind of going through and because you know there's no way out but in (laughs) (laughs) so you can go to china and you're still gonna feel it so but it's kind of helped me to to you know go go through it like okay for now this is this is okay because as i was saying before the present moment if you really are able to tap into it everything's okay so even if it's a little you know just little for now like just an hour for now just 10 minutes like it like those 10 minutes aren't (laughs) awful anymore (laughs) i'm just gonna sit here with my golden grams (laughs) and eat them one by one savoring the experience <laughs> for now i'll have golden for grams. now I will have i'm laughing because izzy has a box of golden grams <laughs> the people who know me lo- know that i love cereal and i love nut butters <laughs> i got and it's like for now i'm gonna work out because i'm gonna get really fat with this breakup <laughs> But it's okay, right? Because we can access being exactly. even with those extra pounds. Yeah, we we're bringing this full circle. Yeah, we're already <laughs> happy. We don't need to lose weight to be happy. Right. <laughs> but as Cher says, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Cher says, "I've been fat and I've been thin. Thin is better." <laughs> oh God! But it's also funny. It's also human. exactly it's all okay it's all and it's actually i think one of you know when you meditate a lot it normalizes so so much so quickly that you don't really notice a change in yourself but you do start noticing yourself observing the patterns of other people with confusion (laughs) because it's you know a lower state of consciousness and one of those things is when people plan way out like way out and i'm just like how how are you doing doing that that doesn't make any sense like how can you possibly know that far into the future what you know what is going to happen there's so many variables that are happening between then and now um you know and it's not to say like when you follow your intuition that sometimes your intuition doesn't tell you to plan Mm -hmm. but usually what people do is like they're like oh like i'm going to you know there's certain people in my family who are like well i'm going to retire here and I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then as I'm just like, you've got it all planned out. That's so odd. Like, don't, are, are you seriously living 30 years into the future? Like, <laughs> like bring it back. Like l- let yourself have something unexpected happen. You know, let yourself see where things go. Don't try and nail everything down. I actually, it was funny when I was younger, one of the things I was afraid I would never get married because the idea of having my future filled in, mm-hmm. Like I always wanted the pages blank mm-hmm. into the future. And the idea of having like, to me, marrying someone meant like those pages got filled in. And it was actually when I met my husband and he was just so bizarre. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have no idea what's going to happen with this guy. <laughs> Nothing's getting filled in. I guess I can marry him. <laughs> but it's funny because even if you plan uh it probably won't go as you imagined it. Right. So you're kind of just wasting, wasting energy. And 
And you're assuming that you're going to stay in that state of consciousness forever. Yeah. So what you want now for your future is, it might not be the same that what, what you'll want at that time. Right. Like for me, what's best to desire, if you're going to desire anything is to desire growth, you know, don't get overly specific. Cause they say, uh, if you make an appointment, then you set yourself <laughs> up for disappointment. You can't have disappointment without an appointment. So if we stay in the present, we're not putting all these expectations on things. It's more, we're in a, um, let's see mindset. So these are, these are the kind of things you can do outside of your meditation to kind of keep yourself in the right mindset to not jump out of the present moment all the time. If you have a, like, let's see, like you're literally just looking to see what happens next as opposed to putting expectations on it. And when something does go against expectations, it's a, well, that was interesting. <laughs> it's the response. <laughs> But it keeps you witnessing, you know, that knower, that inner knower is the witness of all things. Mm -hmm. So we're less the doer, you know, we are the doer, but our foundation is that knower, that witness of the actions. Yeah. That's where it's coming from. The knower happens before the knowing and the known. So if we can stay in that, that knower mentality, which is the, the witnessing mentality of what's happening, that is the present, that witness, that knower is always present moment. Mm-hmm. That is the big end of the funnel. That is the big self. So present moment really means being in your big self. Yeah. And it was funny because I was trying to explain this to one of my students who's also going through a breakup. I was like, I'm telling you, but I'm telling me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's every group meditation of mine. Are you kidding? It's all my self therapy. They're always like, thank you so much. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> it was just what I needed to hear what I just said. <laughs> Exactly. The other day, I actually told one of my managers, I was like, could you write that down and send it to me? Because <laughs> I, I won't remember it. Send I don't even your, know where that came send from. Send your notes of what I just said. Because <laughs> I, I, I need it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what I was telling her to do was, you know, that because you can feel all these emotions in your body. Like for me, I, yeah. I've been feeling the grief in my heart. And it's, and it's the same thing, like, okay, you're not the grief, but witness the grief, you know, mm -hmm. see it from, see it from the outside, you know, favor that, you know, as our teacher says, favor the unbounded. But for me, because I, I only really got it until it's like, be the witness. Don't, yeah. don't be the grief, be the witness of the grief. And when you do that, you feel so vast that the grief just kind of falls because it has no power compared to that infinite state that you're setting that you're you know you're settling yourself in so yeah. it's really powerful there's also information in the grief mm -hmm. or whatever the emotion or situation is and when you're in that present moment witness state you you are able to have your wits about you enough to actually glean the information to know what okay what is the next right action um, ooh, I'm, you might even be in a situation where all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm experiencing a lot of grief with this. What is that saying about me? What is that saying about this situation that I didn't expect? Like, that's interesting. I might learn something about myself through this. As opposed to if you are the grief, you're not really learning anything. You're just getting rocked back and forth mm -hmm. by it. Grief or whatever, you know, whatever the 
anger, you know, whatever's going on. Um, but you know, that grief in particular is one, I think because it, it, to me, it's the most humbling. It's the most absolutely crushing (laughs) and it's only, there's only baby steps out of that. Mm -hmm. You have to present moment, your awareness out of that. You have to be present out of that because there's, if you, if you get out of, if you go back into the funnel of that, you'll drown, Mm -hmm. you know, it's too much. It's too acute. So you have to just, you know, one golden gram at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Not an ad. (laughs) We're not, well, I don't even know. What is the parent company? We are not, we are not being sponsored by General Mills or whatever. I don't even know. It doesn't, oh, General Mills. It's General Mills. General Mills is not sponsoring this podcast. Unfortunately not, because we it could. If they were, if they were, we've had, had a bunch of a bunch of mentions in there, but maybe next time we'll reach out to them. Who knows? Maybe they're into meditation. <laughs> Whoever made Golden Grams was pretty enlightened. Yeah. So I, we can we can make an Ayurvedic Golden Grams. I no, we can't. <laughs> Talk about taking the magic out of something. <laughs> and it's 10. It's 10 o'clock here. So all your oh big body is like die. <laughs> Technically, we're supposed to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but we're eating golden grams. But we're eating golden grams. Well, talking to you all. <laughs> Yeah, it's only eight here, so you're you're it's ten. You're, you're being worse than I am. That's right. I'm sure I'm gonna be up past then. And we and, can also make an uh, ad for Snapple. <laughs> Diet Snapple. Oh my gosh, I wish there was a video because you can see all this trash food apparently within arm's reach. Missing. It's not even like regular Snapple. It's Diet Snapple. Good God. <laughs> I don't feel Dude, and the past three posts we've had have been like all about like Ayurveda and wellness. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think I've had a diet Snapple since the nineties. I didn't even know they still made it. I, I think they just they make it in Mexico, not about Is it peach flavored? It what is, was that? It is. It is peach. <laughs> I'm sure there are no no peaches have been harmed. <laughs> And the creation of this podcast, because there's no way there's actual peaches in that. <laughs> and just to make me feel better, I also have some Ayurvedic digestive salad. <laughs> so you can digest all the horrible refined sugars and who knows what else. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Funny. Yeah, where are we? Present moment. Back to the present. Here we are. Had <laughs> ourselves a good, good laugh as you have a nice big slurp of your snapple (laughs) (laughs) but you know I mean there's that lovely I've just said you know I'm sure you guys have heard this but there's that great phrase um that I think someone wise once said but where I remember it from is Kung Fu Panda (laughs) it's pretty Vedic Master Ugwe says you know what is um you know the the present is a gift or no? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. It's like <laughs> that's why they call haiku. it the present or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, 
Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember it. <laughs> the gist of it is that the present is a gift. Yeah. And that's why it's called the present. That's not exactly right, but you get the idea. And, um, and, it's, and yeah, it is, it's the only gift. Yeah. It's the only, have. only thing you have. And it's, it, it's funny because I, I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do more of these late cause they're kind of funny. <laughs> and so she, all of her life, she's like, I can't wait to have a boyfriend. I can't wait to have a boyfriend. And then she finally has like this really great boyfriend. I'm like, I can't wait to get engaged. I can't wait to get engaged. And like she gets engaged, like I can't wait to get married. And then she gets married, like I can't wait to have kids. And like her whole life has been like that. And mm-hmm. she hasn't enjoyed, I mean, I'm sure she's enjoyed it. But like every time that I talk to her, she's just waiting for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she ever just pauses and and enjoys what is happening now. I mean, I'm assuming maybe she does, but <laughs> this happens to so many people. Yeah, it's funny. You can kind of watch watch it yourself. I even like the other last Friday was at the Van Gogh immersive exhibit, mm-hmm. which is like you go in this beautiful this room and like these animated Van Gogh paintings are going with the music and all that. And um and you know, I had all three of my kids there. So we're there. They call it the Van Gogh Light Show, which I think is a better name for it. <laughs> and they're watching, you know, like it's a 40 minute thing and then it loops. So after you watch it, then it goes again and you can stay in the room. And after we watched it once, like it started again and I didn't want to leave because the first 40 minutes I really spent not really like I was just monitoring them, mm-hmm. <laughs> making sure that like they're okay. And then they were settled. It's like, I started watching it on the loop and I'm like, Oh my, I didn't see any of this. Like all of a sudden I'm like, this is the loop. I've already technically seen this, but I didn't see any of this. And I wanted to sit there for the second loop. And my kids are like, we've seen this already. I'm <laughs> like, you did because you weren't watching three kids, but I didn't get to see it. So I want to see this. But it was interesting because like, oh, wow, I was here, but I wasn't here. Mm -hmm. You know, my awareness was not taking this in. My awareness, I mean, technically it was, was on the kids. So it was present, but like it had that, I had that moment of like, wow, I I missed it. Mm -hmm. Like I was here and I missed it. And, um, and now I want to, I want to go back. I want to go on my own (laughs) without the kids, but there can be times like that where, you know, I've been places with people. I've been on vacations with people, for example, and I will go somewhere absolutely natural, you know, some natural beauty place of natural beauty. And it's like, they're talking about their taxes or something. And I'm just like, are, are you, are you, are you missing this? You're missing the Van Gogh light show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like it's all, there's always a show. Yeah. Nature is always putting on a show and you can always tap into it. But for the most part, most of us are missing the show. Yeah. And it happens, like, I, I have that happen sometimes when I'm driving, where I get to where I have to be, and I don't remember how I got there. Because <laughs> I happen, it happens to me when I'm eating. <laughs> and I'll eat dinner, and then I'll look at my plate, and I'm like, wait, did I eat that? And then I'm sad, and then I have another helping. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it while I was having it. I'm like, oh my god, no, I didn't, I didn't savor that. Oops. Well, it doesn't happen as much anymore. That's a very much, like, after the baby exhaustion, oh my God, I just ate dinner and missed the whole experience. (laughs) And now I'm sad because this is the only happy thing in my evening right here, but um, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) 
don't worry, they won't listen. <laughs> I'm kidding. But this this takes us into um, a very interesting subject, which is a boredom. <laughs> which so the first time that I heard this, it was very impressive. Which was boredom is a stress. The boredom is mm. I don't want to be here, so mm-hmm. I have to. I want to skip through this moment. I don't want to be, be experiencing what yeah. I'm experiencing. Yeah. So let's kind of fast forward um, to to do something that's more fun because it, it like I, I don't want to. Yeah, I want to experience the present. Yeah. And and it's such an interesting thing to just sit with your boredom and try yeah. to just like every, like I, I don't want to. We don't want to fast forward through anything. Even you know, right now that I'm I'm in pain. I mean, sometimes I, meditation helps, but what I mean is like, like <laughs> I know that I'm gonna look back on this moment with sweetness. Yeah, <laughs> and not just the golden grapes. Yeah. <laughs> not cereal sweetness. <laughs> not cer- <laughs> no, you will. You're gonna you're gonna see your former self, and you're gonna be like, oh, how you know how sweet, like yeah. that whole experience. I th- that it's an interesting thing you bring up because so much of, and I think about this a lot because I'm raising three kids who are going to be teenagers and they're going to want phones and they're going to want, you know, to be constantly diving into them every time they feel a moment of quote unquote boredom, you know, anytime something isn't distracting or engaging their frontal cortex at any given time. And it's like boredom for kids especially is so important because they have to learn how to be with themselves and and find that show of nature you know find the you can always find the sweetness and anything always find the beauty yeah but if you don't let yourself find it because you're you have to distract from it then something will happen one day and you have no experience with with being able to reframe these moments and there'll be a real crash yeah you know and it's like cell phones are a great way to avoid the present moment (laughs) (laughs) and so or just kind of avoid the motions so right now I've been trying to not use my phone like if I'm feeling this way like I'll try to you know witness I'll try to sit in the sun I'll try to do these things because it'll catch up with you eventually yeah well you're not processing it then you're just delaying the processing and if you are going through something, you have to go through it, not around it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the, you know, the transformation happens with going through it. Um, and, you, you know, we're all heading the same direction of transformation. So if you delay it, it's just going to prolong it. And you want, and we want to evolve. We want whatever the situation is to be re- relevant, to feel whatever it is to feel while that's relevant. But then we want to move through it, Yeah, you know. And something that I'll, I'll always suits me um, in whatever situation because as much as you can plan things, things don't usually work out the way you think they will I I think like a year back and and I would have never thought that the thing that happened that year would have happened and then a year back Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, do all this guesswork but most of the time you probably won't get it right but what, what helps me a lot is that like you're in good hands, like yeah, the, the universe wants to take care of you. You're important to the universe. So kind of just 
let let go. And it, obviously, it sounds easier, you know, easier said than done. But it it is once you kind of experience how things didn't work the way you wanted them to, but it it was actually better for you. You <laughs> and you have that experience, like it's okay. I can just know that it's taking me to a better place. Yeah, always and. It's not, you know, you're in good hands. You're in your own hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're you higher self hands. And y- your own hands are not going to do anything against you. Mm-hmm. You know, it is you. It's just, you know, if it feels rough, it's just because you had expectation for something different than what is actually where you're going and where you need to be. Um, it's been funny because I've been taking this uh, Vedic astrology course, which is couldn't be more fun. I love it so much <laughs> because in all the, you know, stuff we've taken in this knowledge space, this is like the popcorn of it. It's like really fun. But one of the things that's interesting is when it comes to astrology, everyone's always like, oh, there's, you know, Saturn, Saturn, you know, ooh, Saturn is bad. You don't want Saturn <laughs> like having any influence unless you're a meditator. Then it's like, ooh, Saturn, there's going to be some growth. <laughs> there's going to be some serious growth. A lot of people learn to meditate in Saturn cycles. Mm. It's like, so it's, you know, Saturn is that, um, it's like that it wants for you to find enlightenment, you know? So it's like from a certain state of consciousness, like, you know, Saturn influence is bad but from another state of consciousness it's like oh no this is exactly where i want to go you know i want to go through the fire mm-hmm. i want to go i want to i want to get there you know i want to move this thing along so yeah. so in a sense it's it's i i find it interesting learning about that because it's kind of a metaphor for how you can have an outlook that will help keep you in the present moment awareness because you're not rejecting your experience and when you don't reject your experience, then you can sit with it. Then you can welcome it and whatever that experience is and let it unfold and you can enjoy it. You know, you can not resist what is already happening for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the suffering is in the resistance. Very little of it is in the actual experience of what you're experiencing. It's in the resistance of what you're experiencing. You can let go of that resistance, be open, be witnessing. And then suddenly there's an ease that creeps into everything, a curiosity that creeps into everything. And you can find yourself having enjoyment in even the most strangest situations, even in a breakup Mm -hmm. somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Like I always, now I remember my breakups as being beautiful moments in my life, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm going through one, it's like, well, it's the suck. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure that at those moments where I had where I've had other breakups, it, it felt as awful as it feels now. But now I'm like, oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> so I'm hoping <laughs> just, just just fast forward, you know, a few months and it'll be fine. I'm actually enjoying it because, you know, when someone's with someone in a couple situation, they're finding their unity points with that person, then suddenly there's a breakup. And their unity points suddenly get scattered to their friends. And so, like, I'm like over here basking and being able to talk to Izzy a lot more. So I have a friend and she's so funny. It's like, no, she's like, it's like a shooting star. It comes like every 40 years, like a comet. Like, get ready. 
We're going to have an easy time. <laughs> we're going to seriously. I know. We're all loving it. We're like, yay. <laughs> the Izzy Comet is back. <laughs> I got my blanket out. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm waiting. <laughs> No, it's great. It's like, and it's hard because it's like you're so upset. And I'm like, oh, I wish, I wish I could tell you that I'm actually enjoying this because <laughs> I get to talk with you. <laughs> it seems wrong, but anyway, we 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 are digressing once again. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy the digress. Yes, the that's it. We have this is part of it. We're this whole episode has been a metaphor. <laughs> That the the root is always circuitous and the river has many bends and turns <laughs> into metaphors of cereal and yeah. other soft drinks. But something... <laughs> you haven't seen my stack of Diet Cokes. I know. I'm sure it's there. Because <laughs> yeah, I have my turmeric and, you know, my ghee. Yeah. And then next to it, I have like the Pop-Tarts and the Oreos. <laughs> It's called balanced. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> but something Amazing. that I, I really want to highlight that you said before is how how humbling these things can be. Yeah, because sometimes, I, and I'm guilty of doing this. I'm kind of in my high horse, like oh, I'm an initiator, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it all. And then boom, like and it is very humbling and it is and it is very transformative and it is very beautiful and going through the fire and you know we I've been through this before and you know we we as we were saying you don't learn the lesson it comes back uh right a little bit more violent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like like I can do this. It's going to be yeah. okay. I, you know, and I think, um, I, you know, like the, the phrase that people use breakdown, like having a breakdown mm -hmm. is usually when you're just snot and sobbing all over yourself, you know, um, it's actually a good phrase for it because something is breaking down that needs to break down. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're going through something that's so hard that you're actually breaking down, that's better than avoiding it. You know, yeah. it's better than diving into your phone, like let it break you down let it um, break down, whatever, let it humble you. Mm -hmm. And then when you come out of it, <laughs> one golden gram at a time, <laughs> you'll come into the sun and you'll be transformed. And that transformation is not going to be a bigger you. It will be a smaller you in a sense, not in less, like there's less of your ego, yeah. I should say, you know, it's the big self, but it's like, there's something has been chipped away that needed to fall away that was ignorant. And, and the faster that you're, I, I know it takes some courage, but the faster that you kind of go through the fire, the faster that, that, you know, good things will come mm -hmm. that, yeah. that, that is why everything is happening, you know? So, right. so things the creation will follow the destruction, just let the destruction happen so you can get into the creation. Exactly. Because if you, you know, yeah. try to avoid it, it, you know, it, it's going to prolong the period of letting the creation come and the suffering is going to be longer because you're avoiding it. Yeah. 
I just let it flow. And, you know, so, so just to recap, what are our strategies for getting to present? Like the most important thing is meditation because then it spontaneously exactly. puts you in the present. Anytime you're transcending, you're in the present, mm-hmm. you know, and that awareness dipping down over and over again gets used to being that baseline awareness becomes, it is that witness of self. That's the deeper, more subtle place of self. So you bring that into the waking state. Yeah. So that's the spontaneous present moment awareness that comes from meditation. But if you're having, finding yourself in the small end of the funnel mm-hmm. and want to reorient yourself, there's putting your awareness into your senses mm-hmm. and finding the subtle in those senses, not just finding the senses, but finding the subtle. And then also reframing how you um, look at the happenings in your life as unfolding for you mm-hmm. and being curious about them as opposed to trying to control them. Yeah. Being a witness, and that, that, and being a witness, and then from the Emily Fletcher's like for now, for now. I'm like that's a great little technique. Thank you, Emily. You don't know us, but <laughs> we know you. <laughs> we we know you apparently, and, or we follow you. And something um, else that helps also is trying to contact, um, you know, nature in some way. Yeah, you know, getting into a body of water or taking a shower. Watching the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, what what is what is the show of nature at any given moment? Mm-hmm. There's always a show. Look at the light first. Find the light. It's going to be dancing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, find it. In, and that's also getting into your senses is looking for nature through your senses. Mm-hmm. So it's the tactile sense. You know, feel the water in the shower. Sip the tea. Yeah, sit in the sun. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was going to make another golden brown <laughs> I'm like, there's been way Enjoy too many Enjoy the tonight. texture. You can sip the diet snapple Sip tea. the diet snapple. <laughs> Feel the carcinogens <laughs> seep into your cheeks. <laughs> the fake peach taste. <laughs> It'll put you in the present moment for sure. <laughs> It'll take a sip. You're like, good God, what am I drinking? <laughs> I really hope Dylan doesn't listen to this. Or I know, Rada. sorry, Dylan of Vital Veda. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And Rada, I know these are our Ayurvedic guests we had. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all so much. I hope you enjoyed our very circuitous discussion tonight. But. Um, it was also full of yeah. joy. We warned you. Anyway. We warned you. <laughs> we warned you. We warned you. We didn't know where we were going. <laughs> so, but we we're glad you came along. And, uh, you know, you can find our other episodes on, you know, find us through Instagram. Being the Change is our handle. I think, no, Being the Change podcast mm-hmm. and Meditation, Meditation Without Borders. Borders. And then you can also find us on Spotify and on Apple iTunes. Meditation without porters, porters, borders. We have no, we have no porters. <laughs> no one is carrying our bags for us. It is indeed meditation without porters. <laughs> it is meditation <laughs> we have no baggage left, right? Um, I, oh I saw this. I'm sorry, this post. Did you see it? The one that Teo posted, what? and I did. It was like. Who decided to name it emotional baggage instead of grief case? <laughs> I've seen that instead of grief case. Meditation without porters for our grief cases. 
sorry, Meditation Without Borders Being the Change. If you look that up on either Spotify or iTunes, we come up. And also our website as well, meditationwithoutborders.net. But if you're listening to us now, that probably means you know how to find us. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed tonight and we can't wait to have you listen next time. Hopefully that will be soon. (laughs) Have a beautiful night or day. Have a beautiful night or day whenever you're listening. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Take care, Dave.